0: Welcome back, you degenerates, to the number one gambling Podcast on Earth. I'm Billy. I'm here with Greg, a.k.a. CID.A4BE27, and Mr. Morgan, Mr. Mowas himself. Boys, how are you feeling tonight? We forgot one person. We have
1: a special guest tonight, boys. Yes, we do. Special guest, fourth chair this evening, the one and only, coming out of retirement for this one, Oral. (laughs) Herschiser. He's back, baby. Oh boy. We brought in the Hall of Famer to come speak to us all things oral. We want to know about Oral's life. What's Oral doing these days? (laughs) You know, what's what's he doing in retirement? Does he like basketball? Does he have a podcast? You know, I want to know about all things oral. What about you, Greg?
2: I, I I didn't see it going this way. I know the, the that oral hairstyles are or behind you.
1: Both of our backgrounds are oral. Well,
2: I, oral. I saw yours. I saw yours. Billy's at least on my phone screen. um missing the top half of his face.
0: I uh, miss young oral himself.
2: Yeah, <laughs> I, mean, I mean
1: young oral, old oral, oral's oral.
2: Oral is oral. I'm going for the record
0: tonight.
1: We're eighty oh, episode. Eighty-three. We, I, I, I trust Billy's count better than my count. Eighty-three is the number we're gonna go with. Um, so for those little inside joke, if you watch last t- Tuesday's episode, by far our funniest episode we've ever done. Uh, it was found that I said the word "oral" eighty-three different times in different jokes and bits, and just even just saying it for the fun of it. We're going to break that record tonight, boys. A hundred percent. We have much more oral to talk about. We could talk Oral Roberts. We can talk Oral, you know, I won't get into a little bit more. We'll save the little after-hours talk later. We'll turn the lights off. We also could talk Oral Hershiser because it's baseball time, boys. Baseball season is right around the corner. Oral is here to kick us off so we can get underway. We're excited. Greggy and I are big baseball guys. I've been working really hard. I've been tweeting at Oral Hershiser, seeing if I can get him on the show. You know, just being like, yo, Oral. We are huge fans of yours. Let's see if we can get you in here to chat with us. My boy, Greggy, he doesn't fully respect Oral and what all the things that Oral brings to the table. He doesn't respect Twitter either. That's true. Greg, I highly recommend you give Oral a follow right now. And make sure you spell Oral right, because if you spell it wrong, you might get some interesting things that I don't think you want to see.
0: Well,
2: I'm pretty sure that Oral Hirschheiser spells his name different than Oral Roberts. Yes, that's so what you say He does, he does. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I, so. I,
1: I want you to make sure you spell it the correct way because you spell it the wrong way. You know, uh, I mean, you might get you can get the after hours version, and you know, we're, we're a PG podcast here. We do not joke around about th- all things oral.
0: <laughs> not we at don't. all. Not even once. We not don't.
1: Not in the slightest bit.
0: Only eighty-three times.
1: Eh,
0: that's it. Who's <laughs> counting? <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah. It was funny. At first, I don't yeah. want to cut you off, Greg. I just thought it was hysterical. Morgan Texas in the group chat today, <laughs> saying, "Oh, I what was it? What was your number?" I, I said oral ninety six times.
1: Ninety two is what I counted. Ninety
0: two times, and I, I counted. I was like, I was like, I wonder how many times you said it. Like when I was listening to it, so I like started back from the beginning and put a tally every time. Like like we did. We had to audit Morgan, and it came out to eighty three.
2: Yeah, it's amazing
0: because he was was probably,
2: yeah, I mean, I'm sure you were listening to the episode and, you know, you were counting the times that you actually did say it and you slipped a couple in your head, you know, because you said oral in your head multiple times through the episode, I'm sure, because it's just, yeah, exactly, because that's just what's on your mind all the time now. I couldn't stop thinking about oral for the past two days, like, (laughs) I've
1: been thinking about Come on now, Billy. I'm talking about Oral Horschaiser here. Show some respect for the legend himself. Exactly. Jeez.
0: Sorry, sorry. And this guy, what are you gonna baseball. do, Craig?
1: What are you gonna do? Everyone Great. here just thinks everyone just thinks Oral is all fun and games and jokes. You know, it's not the only thing that comes out of your mouth.
2: <laughs> all right. Craig. Let's see if we can go two minutes without you saying it. Doubtful. <laughs> but, um very doubtful. <laughs> but you don't have any bits I prepared for tonight.
0: Save him. Um, Greg, before we go further, how you feeling tonight? How you doing?
2: I'm feeling wonderful. Thank you. You know, I haven't had oral on the mind uh, for a little bit now until uh, I got in chat with you guys. But I'm as excited. <laughs> welcome back. Thanks. I'm as excited as can be about baseball. You know, uh, as Morgan said, we're both huge fans and we are. Very, very excited that a week from today starts the birth of a new season, a full 162-game schedule. None of that shortened crap. Oh, so long!
0: It's so many games. So it's really, many there, it's games. beautiful. Philly, really, but there is, is beautiful. there is
1: one reason that you should tune in, because Sunday Night Baseball, guess who's an announcer? Our man
0: Oral. <sighs> Listen, if it's Oral and Bill Walton, I'm in.
1: Oh, now that's the dream duo right there.
0: Yeah,
1: so you, mix, you mix psychedelics and oral in the same conversation? Oh, man. It's
2: a dangerous mixture.
1: It's
0: dangerous like mixture.
1: Uh, sounds like a nice Saturday night in Atlantic City, if you ask me.
0: <laughs> Amen to that. Sure uh, does. Boys, let's get into it. Morgan's going to really run this show for the most part because, you know, I mean, I really should give it to Greg, but but you know, because I'm just gonna hear oral jokes left and right. Uh, I don't know anything about baseball. I'm gonna sit here and quote unquote absorb things. I have one pick, and I'll give it out when time comes. Um, but for the most part, I don't know shit about baseball. I'm just happen to enjoy gambling on it when there's nothing else to gamble on every now and then. So, maybe these boys can give me some insight, maybe tell me why I should watch 162 games of a regular season. I, it doesn't a make marathon, sense marathon, not a sprint, maybe. Mm-hmm. Listen, you, like, Greg's brother runs marathons. He knows they, they, they're they not won in April. Why are you playing them in April? No point. Start them in June. That's all I'm saying.
2: They got to they start it in April, because if a World Series is in the Northeast, you know, then you're playing,
0: you're playing in November
2: anyway. Cut the games. Yeah, you're playing in November instead of January. It's, we're not Fun. cutting down games. We're not. That's unbelievable. You
1: need a full slate. You can't take away the full slate of games. That's the most important part of the season.
0: Exactly. I think can't, we need more games. I, I wanna, give me your reasoning for more games.
1: I mean, I don't know if I can really defend more games.
0: Aside from I, the fact that
1: I'd love to watch it. Um, yeah i mean that's the I only reason the best one way i'd say cut give us more games is if you cut down spring training games uh, i think spring training is a little bit too long um you're just asking for guys to get hurt and everything and generally speaking by about the third second or third week of spring training you got a pretty good idea of who you're taking north or wherever the heck your team is and everything
2: mm-hmm. but
1: that's that's really the only thing i would change you're not playing baseball any longer into the fall or winter
2: Yeah, I mean, prime example, Eloy Jimenez.
1: Ah, Eloy, that's – we'll get into that one a little bit because that's one of – I have a – that's part of one of the picks I have now that has since shifted since that news. Um, And the the odds of the pick have not shifted, so an interesting little teaser there. Um, That's a shame, though. You know, Eloy, I I had ideas of Eloy possibly being an MVP candidate this season. Um, Mm -hmm. This is going to be a big, you know, third-year breakout for him. White Sox, I love the White Sox, but we'll get into that in a second. Um, yeah, so let's, uh, let's kick this thing off, boys. All right. Um, let's just – let's get a little simple right now. Let's just talk divisions, right? We're just going to do a futures kind of episode today. Obviously, there's no games right now. Uh, we're just talking futures today. Um, let's talk divisions. Let's talk World Series winner. Let's talk some of the major awards. Um, let's start divisions, right? We'll start American League cent- – we'll start with American League, right? All right. East, I don't know about you, Greg. I feel like you have to roll with the Yankees. You know, I hate them. Actually, I don't even hate the Yankees. I kind of like the Yankees. I hate the Red Sox, um, but you got to roll with the Evil Empire. They made some additions in the off to their pitching staff. I know, Greg. You and I talked offline about this. I think we, I think we talked offline about this. I mean, maybe it wasn't you. I talked about it. That Kluber just looks toast.
2: He yeah, doesn't that was have us
1: it anymore. Okay, um, you know, he just he doesn't have it anymore, but. If you get something out of him, you're banking on a lot with Jamison Tyon coming over. A lot of health with the Yankees as well. Um, Mm -hmm. But that team stays healthy. There might not be a better offense in all of baseball. You know, with the mixture of – you have D.J. LeMay, who is arguably the most consistent hitter in all of baseball, one of the most impressive hitters over the probably the past five years. The power between a healthy judge, a healthy Stanton, a healthy Torres – and if Gary Sanchez can even hit over 150, he's going to find his way to hit 30 home runs. It's just, it's unbelievable. They have a, they, if they can stay healthy, they got definitely got a very good shot at breaking the twins record for home runs in a single season. They sit two years ago. Um, I love the Yankees to win the East uh, as my second pick for that division. Cause I'm going to have, two, I'm going to have two picks per division. Uh, Cause I don't want to sit there and just take the, the favorites constantly with all of them. Um, I actually very much like the blue Jays this year. As a team that could make some noise, um, they're showing that they're willing to make some moves, and I think they can hang around for a good while, and then come the trade deadline, pardon with some of these top ten, top talent that they've accrued over the years from you know being just a crummy team. You know, a guy like Austin Martin, who was like I think he was the fifth pick out of Vanderbilt this last year. You know, that's a huge trade tr- trade chip right there.
0: Yes, Billy. Where are the Blue Jays playing this year? Are they playing back in Toronto? They're playing they in Buffalo. Great.
1: They, they're in Buffalo to start, but it looks like they might end up back in Toronto. I have I saw something come out today that was based off the NHL um, yeah. where they were doing some new stuff, which then I, I would assume, I don't know if this is a thing, but I would assume it'll relay back down to MLB level as well. Um, so I think they'll eventually end up being back in Toronto, but for the start, they're probably going to be in Buffalo. But I think the Blue Jays are a great value play. They're at plus 3,500 right now. Whereas the Yankees are minus 220. Um, I'm sorry, Yankees are minus 200. Not a great value. Actually. Uh, but Blue Jays are phenomenal value. I think they have a very, you know, a lot of things that are break right, I think, for them, but they have a very good up and coming roster. Uh, their shortstop, who I'll say his name in a little while, is one of my picks as a potential MVP candidate this year um, with good value. So, uh, I, I very much think they have some nice things. Uh, I'm not even going to say his first name. Uh, Ryu um, is been an ERA leader the past two seasons. He's a great pitcher. He's not going to do anything flashy. He's not going to strike out a ton of guys. But he's going to get you wins, and he's going to have a low ERA. They make a move with the deadline, pick up a pitcher. I think they could dig some noise.
0: Yeah,
2: I, I agree with that. I think the, the Blue Jays are a good team. You know, they, they got a lot better in the offseason. Uh, You know, uh, signing Springer, great signing. Uh, He did get hurt in spring training, I I think.
1: think George Springer.
2: Yeah, you know, he's big signing there, you know, big splash of the offseason for them. And he did get hurt uh, like a week ago, I believe. And they say he's uh, trending towards being ready for opening day, but, you know, we don't know. Uh, You know, for the AL East – for me, it's Yankees or nothing. You know, you're getting Yankees at minus 200. I'm putting all of my money plus whatever doubt, whatever I had that I thought I might put on one other team in that division. You know, it's, it's Yankees or nothing. I, I have a hard time seeing a World Series scenario that the Yankees aren't in.
1: It's tough. It's definitely tough to think of cuz they're just if things break right they have so much talent on their team. Mm-hmm. They're pitching they're pitching concerns me, but they do a they do a great job of shortening the game with that bullpen. You know, they Absolutely. have they have some great relievers out there that's really turning your 9 inning game into really a 5 or 6 inning game. Um, and with that offense then you're never going to be out of the game with them. But so I definitely think you you're, you're exactly. right, you know it's I gotta, and we'll get into that, I'm sure. Um, that's definitely one of the early favorites for certain.
2: Yeah, and even as of late, you know, past few years, they've, they've gone through terrible injuries. You know, it just ne- every week a new guy going down. And they just, they always have that next man up mentality. And, you know, I'm, I'm a big Mets fan. You guys both know that. I don't hate the Yankees, have never hated the Yankees. I'm just not a fan of Yankee fans, you know, and that's for that's fair. reasons that I, I don't need to go into right now. But I No, nah, no, nah, talk I, that talk. Go into them. No, nah, I, I don't need to do that. I just, I think they're too glorified as fans, you know, and you, they, didn't, they didn't even live for 25 of the World Series, you know, so sure. it's like. You know, well, Are
1: you, you, t- you, you tired of hearing
2: 27 rings? I'm so tired of it. I'm so tired of it. Um, but yeah, the Yankees past few years, a lot of injury history. And they've just had that next man up mentality. You know, guys come in out of nowhere. Mike Ford, Mike Talkman, you know, having these guys just step up out of nowhere. It's, uh, it's something that they've just been very good at the past few years. And uh, yeah, it's Yankees are nothing for me in the East completely agree
0: um billy i'm not gonna i probably won't kick him over to you because i got one los got, got, jankies los jankies are who i'm going with uh the Bronx bombers simple as that i'm gonna I've been a yankee i'm fan. Gonna, i used to be a yankee fan uh, baseball sucks I
1: mean, <laughs> you're gonna get that
0: every time you ask your question
1: you want us to throw it over you just pick a division winner each time
0: yeah yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll participate all right,
1: all right. All right. greggy Let's uh, let's lead it off with the AL Central. What you got?
2: AL Central. So this was kind of a toss-up for me. I I had to think long and hard about this one because, you know, the top two teams in the division, White Sox and the Twins, a lot of hype behind the White Sox, ton of hype. Uh, They have all these young studs that they've signed internationally, one of them, you know, going down this previous week. Uh, well, actually, it was, it was today, I think, in uh, Eloy Jimenez. And, you know, after thinking about it, I, I'm going to go with the Twins. I'm going to go with the Twins at uh, plus money. You know, they are a good team. Uh, they have a fantastic offense. I think they did lose uh, Eddie Rosario. Yeah. But basically. he's with Arizona now, right? I believe so. Yeah, uh, but, you know, I, I just think that Same. they can keep up. You know, I, I think the winner of that division, you know, takes 85, 86 ball games. And I think that's easily doable for the Twins. You know, and they're not too far apart in odds anyway. And yeah. I, don't, I don't think the odds updated since Jimenez got hurt because it's so recent. But I, when they do, I can see the Twins jumping up. I can see them jumping up to the favor. Yeah,
1: I like that. And just to sidebar, I'm not going to cut you off. Uh, Eddie mm-hmm. Rosario is on Cleveland, actually.
2: Cleveland, that's right. Good call.
1: Um, but, yeah, Greg, anything else you want to throw in there before I kick it over to myself?
2: I mean, I could definitely see the White Sox taking the division. You know, that's easily said. I think both of them make the playoffs, you know, with one of them being a wild card. Uh, You know, no shot that the Tigers make it. No shot that the Royals make it. If it was another 60-game season, I'd say, sure, possibly. The Marlins made it last year. So, uh, with that being said, maybe the Indians, you know, maybe they can make the playoffs if, uh, if the top two teams sputter. You know, if it takes 82 games a 500 record to win, this, uh, to win this division, then I think Cleveland has a shot. But my money's on Minnesota. Yeah, I'm, I'm right there with you. I
1: have the Twins as, uh, even as plus money. I think they're going to win the division. Losing Eloy for the White Sox, that's massive. Yeah. Um, because now the talk is that Andrew Vaughn, um, who's a big top prospect, might be getting a look in left field. He's a first baseman. First baseman can't play left field. Phillies did it with Reese Hoskins when he came up, and it was absolutely terrible watching him play defense. Um, You know, I I absolutely understand getting in the bat, but it looks bad. One thing that concerns me with the Twins is their pitching rotation, their starting rotation. Um, Losing Jake O to Rizzy, I think, is going to hurt them much more than they expected. He went to the Astros, um, Um, they didn't really replace him with anything of, you know, really of substance. Uh, and you're taking a big hope and a leap that you know Jose Barrios continues his ascension to like a true ace and everything um and he's a great pitcher, don't get me wrong but i don't I don't think he's ace caliber i think he's a he's a two at best um, I agree completely so I, I i love I love the White Sox as a whole. The White sox going before this season any of this happened or anything White Sox were one of my favorite plays for the World Series. I think mm-hmm. they're that good. I think their offense is going to take an even bigger step this year. I think Tim Anderson is one of the best hitters in all of baseball. Um, mm-hmm. Their rotation, adding Lance Lynn was a great get by them. Uh, they didn't really have to give up much. Dane Dunning, I believe, was their number 10 prospect. You know, mm-hmm. it was not a, huge, not a huge name that they had to give up by any means. Um, with already with Giolito and with Dallas Keuchel, who had a nice little renaissance last year, White Sox bullpen is filthy. I don't know. I'm sure you've seen I know, Bill, you haven't seen but. It's not, Bill. it's not easy to hit a, a 101 mile per hour fastball, right? That's a I, fact. I just, just spit that out there. Our man Oral, he never threw that hard. Um, but, you know, a different era back then. Oral was a lot different back in the 80s and 70s. Uh, new, new game out now. But the White Sox, they got a lot of fireballers back there. Michael sure Kopak is going to start the season in the bullpen, hits 101 routinely.
0: Mm-hmm. Garrett
1: Crockett who was, I believe it was the ninth or 10th overall pick out of Tennessee last season, didn't even play any minor league baseball. He went straight from college to the majors and he hit 103 in three consecutive pitches at one point as a lefty. You don't see that too often as a left-handed pitcher. So you got a righty and a lefty thrown over a hundred. That's deadly. They brought in Liam Hendricks. who's one of the best closers over the past five years. I Mm -hmm. love him, but I think uh, the Eloy Jimenez injury is a big one, and that's going to shift some things. And, I don't know if they're just ready for it just yet. I don't love the hiring of Tony Larusa either. Um, I think that was a big stretch for a manager. I understand wanting to get, you know, a guy who's proven and everything, but I just think you brought a dude who's been retired for a bunch of years, who kinda of started to – looks like he's losing his mental capacity a little bit. I don't know. Uh really, AL Central, what are you thinking?
0: I got the socks. I got the White Sox. They have the defending AL MVP. Jose Abreu, like you said, soft, really, really good bullpen. And, uh, you know, if a team fires their manager after they win manager of the year, uh, so they they might know a little bit more than Morgan, Morgan Watkins does, you know? <laughs> you, might you might be know? right.
1: You might be wrong. What are you going to do, you
0: know? I'm, you're both taking the Twins, different. correct?
1: I will be yeah. on the Twins for that division. Okay, yeah. so
0: I'm definitely taking the White Sox then. Uh, fact is, I do like the Larusa hiring just
2: for the fact that you have so many young guys coming up that really just need to learn, you know, uh, a dugout and field presence and be a good teammate. Because uh, yeah. he's coached, you know, a ton of good teams. He's coached World Series caliber teams, World Series winning teams. So you bring in a guy like that. You know, it's uh, it's more for the respect factor. Uh, in the, in the clubhouse.
0: Yeah, keep, keep it a lid on the nonsense. You know, nip it in the butt. Exactly. I mean, it doesn't help that, you know, the guy that they're trying to bring in, you know, gets a Dewey in the offseason, but, you know, it things is can be it is. forgiven. It is what it is. Yeah. Wasn't that yeah. ki- guy that got arrested for having the crystal meth, wasn't he on, uh... On, he, was uh a, a a cub, he was a Cubs a cub. prospect. Uh, uh, I, other, I just other remember seeing Chicago, Chicago team.
1: Oh, Chicago yeah. What was it? Twenty-one pounds of meth. Yeah, <laughs>
0: twenty-three pounds <laughs> of meth. It, it is. Weekend. It is. It is warm-up bag. He brought it to the. He brought it to the the clubhouse. What an idiot. Quite,
1: the, quite the weekend there. Um, all right, boys. Let's kick it. Let's kick it out west then. Let's go chill on the beaches, right? Let's do. Let's lift it up a little bit. Billy, lead us off with the AL West.
0: I don't have Where a reason why, and I. I had the same futures I had last year. I uh, I will be taking the athletics to win the world series along with one other team from the NL West. Um, I was told by a very reliable source that they really liked them. They gave me all the reasons why I didn't just, I decided not to even bother listening to that. I just threw a little bit of money at it. Let's have some fun. Therefore, I'm going Oakland Athletics, and you can't change my mind.
1: No, I, uh, I love that pick. The Athletics are who I have winning that division as well. Um, and I, I don't know if you're stealing my notes or something, but the Athletics no. are my top pick right now to win the World Series. They, right, are exactly. my, they, they are my top team that I'm looking at. I think this is their year. Um, I have athletic awards all over the place. But we'll get into that. Um, there's something about what the Athletics do there. You know, they don't, they don't wow you by any means, but they play great fundamental baseball. They field the ball as well as anybody. They make great contact. They don't strike out a ton. Um, and they develop their own players. They don't go crazy, you know, out there buying players but when they need to get someone's deadline. They'll go get them if they have to. They'll make the small ball. move. They're, you know, they'll make, they weren't going to go out there and get the big guy or anything. You know, like the NBA deadline today, right? I was listening to something. Uh, when's the last time you saw any major sport team? that made a huge deadline acquisition, huge name player, superstar, won the title that year, it doesn't really happen. It's usually role players and, you know, like little contributors here and there, but never the superstar, you know, and that's kind of what the athletics do. They find the guy that fits their culture, that fits what they're doing, that just little tinkers with their lineup and everything, or their pitching, and they just churn out, you know, again, like kind of like how we saw the Yankees a little bit ago. They churn out relievers. You know, and they cut that game down short. They cut it down to a six-inning game real quick. Um, so I love the athletics. Um, I'll get into a little bit more player things as we get into some props and some with players. Um, my second pick I have in that division, um, it's not the Astros. I actually like the Angels um, at plus 375 right now. I think when I've watched, I watch a lot of spring training baseball and I've seen a lot of nice things out of the Angels this spring that I'm really intrigued by. But the biggest thing that I've seen this spring is Shohei Otani. The guy, if I'm not mistaken, leads the Cactus League in home runs. He's also back pitching on the mound, and he has a sub-2 ERA in his spring training starts. Now, granted, this is spring training. It's not the regular season. It's not against all pro guys or anything. But for a guy who had Tommy John and is a two-way player, that's pretty impressive. Um, they had some great luck last year with Dylan Bundy. You know, As a reliever, buying him low from the Orioles, he's going to be back to help him out. Uh, Anthony Rendon is one of the most underrated players in all of baseball, and then you have the best player in the game, Mike Trout. You know, it's you can't ever discount that. So I, I love the Angels as a deep as a sleeper pick for that division as well.
2: Yeah, interesting. Um, like you guys, you know, I we are all on the same pick for the division. I'm Athletics here. Uh, I had no. No thought about taking the Astros. I, I don't think they got any better. I really don't. As, yeah, I agree with as, that. As well as the Angels, you know, I, I really don't think they got much better either. You know, they didn't really make that splash. I think they were too zoned in on getting Trevor Bauer. That they kind of you know they set their sights in one direction and it didn't work out. To where you know they yeah. lost out on a lot of pieces. Yeah, um,
1: I, I I agree with that, but I think, sorry to cut you off, but I think to kind of counter that a little bit, you know, I said, like, you get a guy like Otani back, that's an ace pitcher, you know, you really, you didn't have that at all last season, so while you didn't make the splash move in free agency, you brought your own guy pretty much back in.
2: Right, I mean, I, I could totally agree with that, you know, Otani, he's, he's a unicorn, man, he's, you know, possibly, he's one of the better hitters in the league when healthy, and he's one of the, He's a, one of the better pitchers in the league when healthy. But that's a big asterisk there because of his you know, injury history since he's come to America. You know, he's had trouble staying on the field. And you know, that, that's, a, that's a problem for me. And you mentioned it before, you know, the best players, the best player in baseball, you know, he's never been to the postseason. How criminal is that, that Trout's never been in the playoffs? He's won three MVPs and been runner-up twice, and yet has never been to the playoffs.
0: Yes, Billy? How is it possible to win an MVP if you, if you can't even get your team to the playoffs?
2: Because you're the best player in the sport.
0: Yes, but he's not the, obviously can, not the most valuable can, player on you that team be, if he can't win enough games to get his team into the playoffs.
1: In baseball, it's a little bit more of an individual award as opposed to a mm-hmm. team you know kind of award, and what I think really buoys trout a lot of times is just the numbers that he puts up, nobody does. those you know, numbers. We haven't seen the numbers that trout puts up yeah. you know, no, I, since
2: I, Mickey Mantle
1: days yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. in fact, is bill you yeah. you may not uh you you may not know this, but you know Mike Trout, over the past couple of years, he's been you know he's been plagued by the injury bug a bit. So there have been times during the season where he misses a two- to three-week span, maybe even a month. And, you know, he'll be behind in all the statistical categories. But by the end of the season, he's leading the league in home runs. He'll hit, he'll hit nine home runs in a week.
0: Yeah, no, he's insane. It,
2: he's absolutely. It, insane. It, it's just amazing what he does. And, you know, if, if he played 160 games in a season, you would he completely played, understand oh why... He's the MVP, even though his team never wins, because he's marginally, yeah, the best. If you player break there.
1: out his stats to a full 162 game season in some of his MVP years, it's pretty much like he's hitting like 61 home runs, 150 RBIs, walking over 150 times. Doesn't cut. Str- he cut down his strikeouts a ton since his early years, and he still hits over 300. Mm-hmm.
0: You know?
1: and I you know he made a he made a comment in the offseason that he wa- that he. He had actually, I think it was just within the past week that he finally feels good about where his swing is. Eight years into his MLB career, he just now feels good about where his swing's at. Yeah,
2: That's
0: prom. He's, he's in his prime, he's in the middle I, of his prime. I mean, I don't know about you guys. I just, I like win. I like people who like to win. I want winners.
1: I disagree with that. No, I don't disagree with that at all. You know, I, I don't, th- I, I, very so much
0: good that you know. They they would do a better, instead of him taking that insane contract he gets. They should build a team around him. Right well, that's the
2: thing that baseball is. Yeah, baseball is a, a team
1: game. Because yeah. baseball, you don't have a salary cap. Any team can just throw as much money out there as they want.
0: You yeah. know it's, why? Why, you do can, they, why does nobody want to help that poor man?
1: Well, He's they one tried, selling the jerseys. You know, He's
0: the one getting they, all they these TV deals. They've
1: definitely done what they could to you know, and they they just made poor mistakes. You know, they spent. Mm-hmm over 200 million on an aging Albert Pujols, whom Mm -hmm. when he was in his last couple of years in St. Louis, you could see that he had just a ton of tear on his body, you know, right. A couple of years after that, they threw, I think it was 150 million at Josh Hamilton and Mm -hmm. that deal blew up in their face. You know, they, they've taken shots and they've taken some swings and unfortunately they've missed, you know, but they've made some nice moves like Rendon. That was a great pickup. He's got a lot of good years ahead of him. He's a great player. Justin Upton, you know when they traded for him, very underrated player you know he mm-hmm. he makes a lot of money, maybe more than he probably should he's a consistent twenty and eighty guy though like you know what mm-hmm. you're going to get out of him every year you know and they've they've got some really nice prospects coming up as well joe adele he's a yep. he looks like he could be a twenty twenty maybe a thirty thirty guy if he puts it all together um, yeah andrew haney
2: with uh with he's a great
1: yeah, yeah, he's a great arm. They have, they have Griffin Canning's. I think I don't know if he lost his rookie eligibility last year. He might still be considered a rookie, but he's got yeah. some electric stuff that they're adding into rotation. And then they have the best cup pure contact hitter in baseball, David Fletcher. Um, so it's some interesting things. I mean, they've, they've 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 definitely spoiled Trout's prime. You know, it's I hope that for his sake and sake of baseball. Baseball and baseball fans, they need Trout to be in the playoffs. Trout needs mm-hmm. to be on a national stage. I think one of the big problems that baseball runs into and why they can't market Trout as well as you know other sports can, their biggest stars, is he plays on the West Coast. And those games don't – first pitches until 10 o'clock and 30 on the East Coast. You know, that's why even if you know Bryce Harper is such a big national name, even if he's not as good of a player as Mike Trout is – He's on the East Coast, and he's a superstar. He's got that flair to him that Trout doesn't necessarily have.
2: So Yes, I agree completely.
1: Um, before we get on more of the rants and stuff, let's switch it over to the, old, the older league, go to the National League. Um, let's start back out west and work our way east. It's, it's, this is a two-horse race out west, right? You have the Friars, and you got Oral. Uh, That's what it really <laughs> comes down to. You know, I think that you don't ever want to mix a friar and oral together. A lot of times the Catholic Church has problems with that. Um, for sure. So we we and, want and to the keep public envelope, as well. For sure. Public seems to have an issue with that as well. So we are not condoning ever mixing oral with a friar. Um, but for the sake of this right now, you got to pick the Dodgers, I think, to win the division. Yeah. The Dodgers are—they're just a juggernaut, you know. You add Trevor Bauer this off season. I don't think Trevor Bauer is going to be as good as he was this past year. His career, his career path just does not project to that. But he's still a hell of a pitcher. And if you're,
0: Greg, ha- you eat very weird. Um, sorry. What's you're with? Hold like, on. What's with? We're, we've been recording now. This is the second podcast we've recorded today. What's everybody eating while we record podcasts? Like you didn't have all yeah. day to eat. Yeah. It's popping
2: blueberries.
1: Oh, he just shoves it in his face. Anyway, uh, that, that rattled me for a second. Another episode of Morgan getting rattled by Greg. Here we go. Dude, um, you know, it's, it's Trevor Bauer, you think about that team. He's the number three on that team. That's unbelievable. <clears throat> you, think, <clears throat> you think of who the number three on other teams are, right? It's, uh, it's amazing. He's going to be the best pitcher out there every time he pitches, just based off who he matches up against. That lineup is ridiculous. Um, I think a big – one of my guys I'm looking at is possible an MVP. I don't, I don't have them listed just yet. Corey Seager is entering a contract year, had a great World Series and playoff run. Could be something to take a look at. You know, this is a chance to make some money. And with all these guaranteed contracts in baseball, Seager's had some injury history in his past. Nothing like the present to, you know, put up a big season and make some bucks. Um, clearly the second team in this division who your second pick to win it is the Padres. I actually like the Padres' value. It's at plus 200. The one thing I love about that play just is the fact that I know that A.J. Preller is not going to sit tight at the deadline. He is going to swing for the fences no matter what to improve that team and figure out what else they need, whether it's Mm -hmm. another bat, whether it's another arm. They've made so many great moves. I mean, this, this is the most fun. National League East is a ton of fun to watch because all the teams are so close together in ability. National League West is so much fun to watch because you have these two teams that are just juggernauts, and they're going to be like that for years. Um, I, Billy, I, I know you're mocking Greg's eating here, so let's have you throw some uh, – what do you think's going to happen? Oh, out it's there? the
0: Dodgers. I, I was on the future for the Dodgers in the beginning of last season to win uh, the World Series. They cashed out for me. Uh, I did the same thing again this year because if it ain't broke, don't fix it. They're going to win this division – I've looked at multiple sites, like for projections for wins. They are the only team that preseason are projected for over a hundred wins. Um ninety nine point nine percent chance to make the playoffs. Love to see that. Uh yeah, for me it's one pick, and one pick only. They're so stacked, it's not even fair.
2: Yeah, um I'm, I'm with you. It's Dodgers are nothing for me. Um, the Padres are gonna be a good team. Uh, they surely can win the division. You know, they're going to play 19 times. So, you know, if the, if the Padres can, you know, they win have to pull a good out majority. 14. Yeah, I mean, exactly. Exactly. They, they would have to do a really good job in the season series against the Dodgers to make this a close race for me.
1: And I'm uh, speaking of just this playing 19 times. I'd be willing to put a huge bet right now on the fact that at least one time in that series there's going to be a benches clearing like brawl situation because there's just going to be so much animosity between those teams because they're such so both such great teams it's like how the giants and dodgers used to be when the giants were going to the world series every other year and winning it you know mm-hmm. those two teams hated each other and that's where we're tracking right now for dodgers padres yeah i i i feel very good that there's going to be a nice benches clearing fight i wouldn't be shocked if one many uh, machado has a big part in it. Maybe he steps on Max Muncy's leg or something.
2: Yeah, uh, he'll be right in the middle of it.
1: He'll probably 100%. cause it.
2: He's dirty. Uh, all
1: right. Oh, yeah. Let's move to the Central. Uh, Greg, kick us off in
2: the Central. What do you got? All right. Uh, I know Central. I don't like my – I don't love my pick. Um, but I'm going to go with the Cardinals. I think that they are the best team in the division. And – You know, they made the biggest move, arguably, of the offseason. Trading for Nolan Arenado, you know, you have your cornerstone third baseman for the next few years. Because I know he has opt-outs. But, you know, that is a huge, huge centerpiece in the middle of your lineup. You finally uh, get Paul Goldschmidt, the guy he needs in front of him, to, you know, see more fastballs. Although, you know, Goldschmidt could hit any pitch. He's a great contact hitter. But I just think Arenado, you know, gold, platinum glove at third base. And, you know, outside of that, Jack Flaherty, one of the better young pitchers in the game. He definitely has Cy Young caliber talent in his arsenal. And, uh, you know, I want to see Jordan Hicks succeed in that bullpen. I, I think he's a stud. I just, I want to I see him healthy because I think he could be fantastic. But I also wouldn't be shocked to see yeah, he the Cubs take it. Electrical. Yeah. Interesting. Okay.
1: Not a, I don't have the Cubs. And I have the Cubs finishing fourth in that division.
2: Yeah, uh, my only reasoning for that, and they, they do have very good odds. I, I don't have them written down here, but I, I remember them being pretty good. My reasoning for that is they have so many guys in contract years. You got Bryant. You have Baez. You have Wilson Contreras. You got a lot of guys that are playing for their future. And I think if they jump out to... This is all going to be dependent upon whether they trade these guys or not. Because... I I don't know whether they jump out to a hot start, whether they jump out to a cold start. You know, I I think they could get traded either way. I think there's the possibility of that.
1: Yeah, I. uh, That's one of the reasons I'm not high on the Cubs is I think they're going to be big sellers. I think that they're realizing that their window is closed. You know, they got their World Series. Congratulations to them. Um, they didn't take advantage of that window like they should have. Um, I think Chris Bryant's going to get traded by the deadline. Um, I, think, I think the one guy who might stay is Rizzo, just because of what he's meant to that city for a long time. But I think Javi's going to go. Um, I think Contreras. I think Contreras and Bryant both might get dealt at the deadline for sure. Um, mm-hmm. they, have, they have a lot of pieces that are going to get them some nice, help them rebuild a little. You know, the problem is obviously the contract situation, not going to get as much talent as they could, but, mm-hmm. you know, for teams, you know, a team that's on the cusp, who's kind of pushing, you know, teams say like Oakland, you know, who lost Marcus Semien in the off season and didn't really replace him with, you know, anything too notable, maybe a rental. Cause that, it would be a purely a rental of Javi Baez. That could be a big move for them. And they've, they've had no problem picking up rentals in the past. They picked up John Lester, who you was know, mm-hmm. a rental and he helped them get to the playoffs. Um, he, he, fell apart in the playoffs, but he helped him. Um I go back and forth on this division where I think it's gonna be though. Um I agree with everything you said about the Cardinals. Um but for just some reason I sit there and I think about it and I think the Cardinals are too too obvious a pick and just their pitching worries me a little bit past Flarity. Um so what I'm actually looking at is the Reds at plus thirty uh three thirty. Um they the Reds have a great lineup. It's a very underrated lineup, actually, uh, with mm-hmm. Nick Castellanos. I think was it who was it? One of you two said the other night to me is definitely Castellanos going to? I think it was you. Is Castellanos going to have over eighty something RBI? Oh yes, it was. I
0: was just yeah, taking random I was names. Like, out yeah, of that.
1: absolutely. I definitely think you know, that line is great. With they got a great table setter and Jesse Winker. You know, Joey Vados you know, still knows how to work great at bat. Um, Eugenio Suarez led the league in home runs two seasons ago. You know, Mike Moustakas is a stud. He can, you know, hit him a long way. They they have so many great pieces in that offense. Um, Mm -hmm. If they can just keep the pitching together, they can make some noise. Now, I don't love. That's the thing. I don't love their pitching. Luis Castillo shows the abilities of being an ace pitcher. Didn't pitch like it last year. Sonny Gray. I've always held the belief that Sonny Gray is overvalued and plays is looked at. More highly than is when he was an athletic. I never thought he was an ace pitcher. I thought he was a good number two, a good number three. But he was always valued as an ace. Kind of the same with right now with the Reds. He had a great year last year uh, coming from the Yankees. But I think he's a little overvalued. But I think they can hit with anybody. And especially in this division, they can hit with anyone in this division. And I think that's going to give them a shot every single night.
0: I've got a hot take.
1: Ooh, I love hot takes. i got a
0: hot take. Nobody is going to finish above 500 in this division. That's a massive hot take. This is a very, very very hot take. The winner of this division is going to be the Milwaukee Brewers. They're going to go 80 and 82. Yikes.
1: I don't hate the Brewers pick. This division is such a crapshoot. Like, there's legitimately four teams that could win this division.
0: Exactly. Mm-hmm. They're all going to be splitting, yeah, they, splitting There's obviously splitting. There's only
1: one team that's got no shot. It's, but it's,
0: it's Pirates. Who the, it's you know,
1: who the fuck knows, though? Because, you know, the people said the same exact thing about the Marlins last year. Came out and played great. You know, our, this is a 162 season. It's game season instead of a 60 or whatever game season was last year. So the Pirates, I mean, I, I, I agree have no shot. I don't hate the Brewers. I think um, they've got they're, some nice players, you know if Yelich can come back from injuries and put up numbers that he was putting up and he's a great player, you know, they have, they have some nice pieces. They picked up key, uh, Colton Wong in the offseason to be second base. He's a good player. Good goal Glover. They're going to move Keston Hiora over to first base. That's interesting. Um, mm-hmm. I think he's going to be brutal in the field, but the guy can, the guy can hit with pit some bombs. So I think he might put up 30 home runs, um, We'll see what happens. You know, they have they have nice pitching. Brandon Woodruff, I very much like a lot. Actually, um, he I have him on my short list as NL Cy Young contenders. Um, the kid, that kid can just strike out guys left and right. So I don't I don't hate that pick. It's it's a long shot for sure, but
0: I don't According, hate. It. It's not a, it's not a long shot. I mean they they're they have twenty points. They're, they're third
1: four best odds in that division. I think right.
0: According to Vegas Insider, the third best odds at plus three seventy-five. The Cubs are fourth with plus five hundred. According to the statistics, the the projected (laughs) statistics I have pulled up in front of me, uh, the Cardinals are projecting to win that division with eighty-three point seven wins. So, is it really that much of a hot take? You guys break my balls. I don't think so. I'm going with the under. I'm going under 500. All four teams.
1: I if think this it's, hits, it's I, hot. I'm gonna clip
0: this, and I am gonna. Oh yeah! Gonna and by it. all
1: means, if you're if you're spot on, I'll give you all the credit. I think it's a Absolutely. hot take. I don't I don't think, and I I don't know. I'm I'm just speculating. I don't think there's ever been a division winner in baseball that's been under 500.
2: Uh, I about to I, I would I would doubt that stat. I you think there
1: has. You think there has? I can't. Sure. Nothing. Mm-hmm. Nothing that I. Nothing that I can think of, at least. Um, yeah, fine. I. I can't. I can't think of. one. that'd be something interesting to look up. Um, but you know, that's that's an int- it's an interesting division. It can go. There's a lot of different ways it can go. You know, who knows? Maybe the Pirates surprise everybody. You know, <laughs> I think they're plus sixty five hundred right now to win that division. The maybe shock they shot it all. Eighty two wins. What's that? That was 82 and 80? Yeah. Uh, yeah so an All right. Well, as, as you're looking that up, uh, Greg, let's get over the East. Let's, uh, what do you got in the most. NL East
2: this year? Are you going to roll with your Mets? I, I don't have a choice. I really oh, don't. Dude. You do? I mean, I guess I do. There are four other teams. but that's one choice. I, I think this is the year. Yeah. I really think this is the year for them uh they had a i'll give them a b plus off season i'll give them a b plus off season uh one for the fact that we made a huge splash trading for Lindor. i think that uh that trade worked out really well for us for the fact that we didn't give up that much we really didn't give him Med rosario who you know uh mlb talent he could help them in multiple positions. He learned. He was learning how to play the outfield. Can play shortstop. We gave up Andres Jimenez, middle infielder, who he showed good signs at the major league level, and uh, we gave another young minor leaguer who I, I I'm not remembering at this point in time. But you know, I we need to sign him to an extension. But that's for another conversation. I think the Mets had a great offseason, like I said, you know, getting James McCann. Uh, their only question mark for me is at third base. Uh, whether they start J.D. Davis or Luis Guillorme, I think that's their only real question mark. Otherwise, this lineup top to bottom, one of the best in the league, you know, it, it could go up with any lineup in baseball. It really can. When When you have you know, Michael Conforto and Pete Alonso. you know, probably sitting, you know, either five or six in the lineup, these guys are going to see fastballs because every hitter behind them is, is capable. Um, I'm very, very excited about my Mets. I will not put a bet on any other team in this division other than them. I can see the Braves winning it. I can see a scenario where the Nationals make a push. Um, but it's, it's the Mets for me. It's the Mets. What about Greg, you, Morgan? Quick. Yeah.
1: Um, I, I know the answer to this, but our viewers might not. Did you watch last week's episode of Birthing of the Generate? That's common sports betting mistakes.
2: Well, uh, I did not, but I know where you're going to go with this, betting with your heart. Yes, Billy. What was our rule number one that we told
0: our little buddy? You don't bet on your own. on your favorite teams.
1: It's tough, and it's that's very tough. Well, I I'd, I'd love to throw a Phillies play out there, and I think there's a there's a there's a scenario where the Phillies could win the division, but I'm not gonna do it.
0: Be, before before you go any farther, this is this whatever he's got to say next comes from an asterisk. This this is coming from the guy who bets on the Eagles week in and week out. <laughs> I will not be
1: putting a play on the Phillies to win the division. Uh, I will always sprinkle a play on them to win the World Series, knowing that it's going to lose. But um, to get back to the point and everything, um, there's, I, was, I was watching so – the Mets are interesting. I don't think the Mets are going to win the division, first off. I think the Braves are going to win this division. Um, and my second pick for this would be the Nationals to win this. Oh, man, um, you
0: putting them in third place. Yikes.
1: I actually have the Mets finishing in fourth place
0: Oh, uh, good in the way boy. I do
1: it. I have the Phillies sneaking ahead of them um, because for all the reason that you said the Mets have a great offense, Phillies statistically had the number two offense in baseball last year. The only thing that killed them was they had the worst all-time bullpen, giving up a 7.73 ERA.
2: That's uh, um, my boy Hector Neris. Love him.
1: Uh, it was, that bullpen was the difference in an what would have been a 500 team and what would have been a 90-win team um but i'm not gonna i don't want to sit here and talk all about phillies um there's something very interesting and i, I don't hate the mets but don't get me wrong when i'm going to say this or anything I, I don't like the mets but i saw something very interesting and this has nothing to do with sports this is just a, my opinion take um there's a show on netflix right now called meat eater and it's about it's about hunting and this guy going out hunting and Cooking his food and you're know, seeing how he preps the food and everything that he shoots and everything. And the second episode, Pete Alonso goes with him, and I saw there was something very interesting that happened in this episode where Pete Alonso has a deer in his sights and he's looking down, looking at the sight, and he is shaking like crazy. So don't like to that. Me, don't like that at all. To me, I look at that as a baseball sense. How's Pete Alonso going to perform? In the ninth inning, with two outs, game go-ahead run at the plate with game time run at second base. He's with got two division strikes on him. on the line with division on the line. To me, I see no clutch gene right there. So, I to, that was huge to me, and that really because I was going to be on the Mets possibly, and I I had Pete Alonso as an MVP play, but once I saw that right there, seeing how because I've I've. And, uh, Greg, you played baseball. You know, we've all been there where we've lost that confidence. And, you know, for myself, I got hit in the throat at one point in time, and it completely shook me as a batter. I was shaking at the plate ever since that point because I got hit right in the throat. You know, once, that, once you see that kind of weakness right there, pitcher knows how to attack that. Um, and I think as it's 100% different, obviously, going hunting versus baseball. But you can. There's things that you can pull from different sports of how people, you know, are gonna react in certain situations. So that's just, just something out there that you know, put it out there in the universe. Let's see what happens. You should tweet. You do like, you. you don't people... look like you like what I just said at all. I No. Hold on. I I don't. I, no. <laughs> I,
2: I, I don't. I, don't. I so think sad. that is. I think <laughs> so that's. Sad. I think that's he's, such a stupid angry. thing. He's I think mad mad that's such a stupid thing. thing that you just I, said. I I really do. I'll tell you what. Because it, it may not – okay, Pete Alonso's shaking with a <laughs> rifle in his hands. What? So what you're telling me is he's going to be up when we have eight other guys. It's a, it's a nine-man batting order. You know, he's not the guy that has to be up when the situation's on the line. He's not the guy I would honestly, he's not the guy I would want up when the game's on the line. Because I also have Francisco Lindor, Michael Conforto, and Jeff McNeil, who all have that clutch gene in them. I I would rather have Brandon Nimmo. You know, I have all these guys that can give me a base knock, and then we bring up Pete Alonso, the guy that bats
1: 240. (laughs) I've rattled Greg big time with this one. Um, no, yeah, I, I mean, like, you know, and the odds of, the odds of scenarios that- happening aren't always great. But to me, when I see that and I, I'm looking at that and it's think about how, how I think about Moneyball, right? The movie Moneyball and all the scouts were watching Billy Bean sitting there like this guy is the, like the best thing that's ever come out of high school baseball and everything. But he you could you know, you'd see the clips of him and of these. Obviously, it's a, it's a movie and whatnot. I was based on a true story and all. But you could see where that confidence just isn't there, and everything, and that shakiness and all. Um, and who knows what's going to happen? I'm not saying it is, but in a, I, you know, there's baseball has a funny way of things happening, right? Whenever you bring in a defensive replacement, the ball always finds that guy within the first three batters, right? Baseball has a really mm-hmm. funny way of things happening, um, and it's just it's just something I thought was interesting that if, if that scenario comes up. Because there's very well it could be, you know. Say the Mets make <laughs> it to the World Series, right? And it's Game Seven, two outs, two strikes, the winning runs on base, or the game tying run is on base, and everything. And P. D. You know, boys that, up, the plate. That, that scenario could come up, and you know, just seeing, just seeing something like that, you know, it's it's just interesting. It's just something to ponder. You know, again, the odds of it happening aren't great. It's just something to think about, though.
2: You know, uh, I, I hated so, that analogy. I you're I so hated that analogy.
0: Right
2: I mean, you're talking about that a guy... Because Greg knows
0: that it's a valid point.
2: It, it's not valid at all. I mean, you're talking about a guy like Pete Alonso, And, I mean, why don't you just bring up Carlos Beltran looking at an Adam Wainwright curveball in 2006, you yeah. know? But but no, I mean, he's he's a clutch player. You know, it could have been anybody up staring at that curveball. But, it, you know, if if it was... Carlos Delgado, you know, who wasn't the most clutch player, you know, then you'd bring that up because, I don't know, he shook when somebody scared him behind a door. What?
1: (laughs) No, (laughs) the point of the whole honey thing is, you know, you're kind of, think about when you're hitting, you're kind of clearing your head, right? You're focusing on what you're doing right there, right? You're almost having that tunnel vision of what's going on. And when I'm sitting there aiming, you know, aiming down a barrel kind of thing. And I'm clearing what's around me, clearing the world, right? Well, for the love of the for the love of the game, you know, Kevin Costner goes clear the mechanism, right? Clear the mechanism, and you see all ever all the noise around him just disappears and everything, you know. And that's kind of the same mentality that you can kind of pull from and that hunting scenario to being up at the plate. It's you versus the pitcher, In hunting it's you versus the deer right here, right? How are you going to react and everything? You know, this deer could make a B line to the left. How are you going to react to that? That could be, you know, consider like your slider kind of thing. How are your your eye recognition going to be? You know, I can see you just lo- you're hating everything I'm saying. It,
2: it, <laughs> it's just ridiculous.
0: Can I make a pick?
2: Yeah, sure. please. Let's move
0: let's move on. I'm going to go with the Braves. I was thinking about the Mets, but a I go to Mets games with Greg and our friend Bushwacka every year, right around the end of April or the beginning of June. And it's always the game that they just get blown out. Am I right or am I right, Greg? Every year we go. It it happens. The whole way home, all I hear is, oh, well, maybe there's next year. The whole way home. For that reason, and for the reason that he just said about the deer, because I think it holds water. Because he's, he's a clubhouse leader. Give me the Braves. Give me the Braves. All right. The Mets are going to Met. Pete, Alon- Pete alonso has got the shakes right after he gets oral. I don't like it. Yeah, I mean, I
1: like I'm sure, Craig, I'm sure you and I will discuss this much, much more and everything. I'm not saying we the Mets will. are bad. I think the Mets make the playoffs. I think they make it as a wild card team, possibly.
2: As a four uh, seed? How if you have them as a four seed?
1: I, I have millions of different scenarios that I have working through millions um but i could see a scenario where they can make it as a wild card team for sure i i just i don't think the their pitching worries me a little bit you know you degrom's obviously a stud but by all means the guy's probably the best pitcher in baseball um but you know you're banking on stroman the guy who sat out last year you know how is he gonna I, I don't know how the, he's how any of the mets have looked in spring training so take whatever this is with a grain of salt and everything Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I don't know how he's looked coming back and sitting a year out. He's coming getting the qualifying offer. So, you know, he's, he's technically playing for a contract. So, you know, theoretically he should have a good year. Cindergard, I think is one of the most overrated players in, in the baseball, um, for as good a stuff as he has, he never pitches up to it. It seems like, um, I, I think you have Taiwan Walker, you know, he had a nice year last year when he got traded over to the Blue Jays, but he's kind of been a career journeyman, so I don't really love that. You know, you your bullpen, I don't love Edwin Rios. I don't know as a, as a Mets fan where you stand on that, but as a Phillies fan, watching him blow games the past couple years, it was just beautiful. Um, yeah, and, same
2: with Hector Narese.
1: I mean, I... He uh, he's just going sticks.
2: shot for shot over oh, here. He, know, he boy. sticks. Um, and but, Edwin Rios is a... He's a uh first baseman or outfielder for the Dodgers
1: Edwin Rios is your closer
2: Edwin, Edwin Diaz, Diaz I'm is I'm my sorry closer. Edwin
1: Diaz I'm sorry Edwin Diaz um is your yeah whatever uh, Edwin Rios is a first baseman or slash third baseman for the Dodgers um before we all just we're going to leave this topic let me just leave it with this Please. one thought how about giving up arguably the best prospect in baseball for Robinson Cano and Edwin Diaz oof
2: that's,
1: that's tough yeah. That's tough to do. Jared Kalenik looks like he's going to
2: be an absolute stud. Absolutely. Um, but he's <laughs> going to do he's anyway. going to do he's going to do no harm to us. Yeah. We'll we'll get we could do a film right you never Mets know. This is episode. Gonna happen.
1: One of these days. Uh, let's move on kind of look at some different things. World Series. Um, we're not we we'll, won't we'll do any crazy things. But World Series, you know, I think the favorite you have to take a look at the Dodgers obviously. Um, Dodgers, Yankees, they're the two obvious ones going from each division. I already told you guys earlier, I love the athletics. I have the athletics at plus 2,500 to win the World Series. I think there's great value in that. Uh, another good value one I have is the Nationals at plus 3,300. Uh, pitching and defense. Pitching and defense is huge come playoff time. Yeah, you know, Nationals have a phenomenal rotation. Scherzer still has it. Strasburg stays healthy. He's got it. Corbin's been very underrated. You add John Lester – whom as a four, he can still give you good innings, give you good playoff experience. That lineup adding Josh Bell to it, I think that was a great pickup for them. You know, Juan Soto, I hate him as an opponent of his, but he is one of the best hitters in all of baseball by far. Um, mm-hmm. So, and he can, he's a guy who can carry that team. The combo of him and Trey Turner, that's deadly. Um, I also, I mean, I like the Twins at plus two, 2,000 as well. So, you know, those are the guys that I really look at for sure. You know, like I said, I'm going to sprinkle a little pick on the Phillies just because that's my team. I have to. I don't think the Phillies can win the World Series this year unless they do some massive moves at the deadline, though. And even that, I don't think they're able
2: to. Okay. Uh, Yeah, like you said, Dodgers, Yankees, it's uh, pretty simple picks to make. I also like the Mets odds at plus 1,100. Uh, My long shot – is the athletics at plus 20 i have it at plus 28. and another long shot that i had here and it is quite the long shot just for the fact that we spoke earlier about you know the bevy of scenarios they have is the cups because they have all the offensive talent in the world you know if, if bryant uh, comes back to reality and has a good season. Baez playing for a contract. Rizzo playing like he always does. Contreras playing for a contract. You know, there, there's a lot of upside to that team, and uh, you know, but then there's the possibility of all of them being dealt or the majority of them. So that's why it's you know my my super long shot, but it's plus 5,500, so it's, it's worth a sprinkle.
1: I like that. Billy, you got anything that you think might win the World Series?
0: Well, I already told you I had the Dodgers and I also have the athletic the Athletics. Team. Uh yeah. Um yeah, I I watched some kid drop way too much money on the Yankees when I went to AC once, so I'll never do, I'll never bet on the Yankees to win the World Series. Um No. I I'm going Dodgers. One it's pick.
1: It's, a, it's definitely a safe pick. It's where everyone's gonna go to just because of what the Dodgers have assembled. They still have a treasure trove of prospects that they could trade to get even more talented players. It's actually unbelievable what they've got going on over there. Um, all right, let's, we'll wrap it up real quick with four picks. Um, I just wanted to go over, last thing was futures NLAL MVP, NLAL Cy Young Award winner. Just who some of the guys that we think, you know, have a shot at this one this year. Um, NLMVP. I love yeah you know, I love Juan Soto. I think Juan Soto is going to win it this year. He's at plus 750. Um, to go along with him, I think there's I think there's really four great not great guys but good picks this year with Soto, Fernando Tatís, have to love that play. Um, mm-hmm. just cuz he's it looks like he's possibly about to become the face of all of baseball. Um, Ronald Acuña, who I think has going to have a stake in the next year or two as the best overall player in baseball. Uh, that plus 800. I do love Bryce Harper's odds this year at plus 1300 because baseball is a sport where you can win MVP and not make the playoffs. You know, I think Bryce Harper. He, if you look at his statistics, the past two years, the Phillies, and even the last year with the nationals, his numbers have been trending back upwards towards his MVP numbers. He's been staying healthy. He's walking a lot more. His, his average has been climbing up. I think it's a chance Harper could win one this year with the Phillies. Um, I still don't hate the Pete Alonso play as an MVP candidate, um, even with the whole scenario and everything. With the shaky that's, hands. That's, something, that's something that's not going to come up. I could just see the disdain in his eyes looking at me. Um, you know, it's not it's, it's going to come up all that often, obviously, but I think that's great. He's at plus 3,300. Um and Corey Seager at plus 2,500. I think that's really good value. Like I said earlier, going to be a free agent, coming off a great playoffs um, I think he's definitely gonna could have a shot there, uh, Greg. Greg, what do you think about NL?
2: Okay, uh, NL. Yeah, I'm I'm with you on Soto. Uh, he's the favorite at plus six fifty, and you know, very well should be. He's, you know, he's arguably the best player in baseball, and within the next five years, I'm I'm sure he'll he'll be known as that. Um. So. I, personally i don't think pete alonzo will ever win an mvp i think I he needs to hit 280 to win an mvp and he's he's just not that type of player he may mash 50 home runs but you one know, thing he, i
1: will not sorry to cut you off um, but i will say with that is i think i think the way pete alonzo could win an mvp is he puts up the ryan howard mvp year from six, what's 2006 yeah where he puts up, like, 58 home runs and 160 RBI. And only only you know, like if you can get your average up to, like, 260 or something like that, that's going to play.
2: You know, yeah, know, 60 home runs, runs and are like 160. That,
1: yeah, I mean, obviously, those are, in today's baseball and everything, that's a huge long shot to happen.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But Pete's got as much power, if not more, than anybody in the entire league. He's got a good yeah. lineup around him. Stranger things have happened. You've seen stranger names win MVP awards and all these different awards and stuff.
2: So. Yeah, I, I agree completely. Um, but I do have a Met on my list that has even better odds than Pete Alonso and I think has a much better uh, path to winning an MVP. And that's Michael Conforto at plus 4,500. I mean, Michael confortos okay. he's going into a contract year as well. Uh, I'm hoping and praying that somehow we can manage to re-sign both him and Lindor to a contract extension. That's a that's a dream. We'll see if it happens. But uh, Conforto, he has all the ability in the world. He has put up thirty plus home runs uh, in his in years. He can drive in a hundred, and he's capable of hitting three hundred. So I I could see him as definitely an NL MVP candidate this year. You know, especially. Uh, with the lineup getting a ton deeper this year. The, the way I'm seeing the projected lineup, he's probably going to bat fifth or sixth in the lineup, which is beautiful for the fact that he's, he's still going to have uh, players that can hit behind him. He's going to have James McCann behind him. He's going to have J.D. Davis behind him. So still guys that can put the ball in play. You know, He's still going to need to see fastballs. And uh, I could see him mashing this year. Uh, Another NL MVP I have, Javi Baez. Guy's a stud. Uh, Another guy going into a contract year. The situation with him, different from Conforto, is that I don't see a situation where the Mets trade Conforto. I could see a situation, many situations, where the Cubs trade Baez. With that being said, and Morgan, maybe you could help me out with this. If Baez, you know, had a sick first half of the season, and then he gets traded to the AL, yeah, you know, the, I mean his his first half stats probably would not be translated. It's unprecedented. It could,
1: it could happen. I think that's something I I think if I remember correctly what the fuck is the guy Kirk uh Kirk Gibson I think actually won an MVP with that same scenario where he got dealt from Detroit to the Dodgers mm-hmm. I think he actually won an MVP uh, it's it's unprecedented it does it's the odds of you know that it happening are very very slim um I could see it though you know it's I think it's like we said earlier say Javi ooh someone just someone's got a hole in one sorry um Say Javi went from, like, the, you know, over to the Cubs to the Athletics. You know, I, I could see a scenario where it's possible. He's a type of player whom, you know, who can carry a team for a few weeks and everything. And, mm-hmm. you know, MVP voters, you don't win the MVP in the beginning of the year. You win the right. MVP from the trade deadline on. You know, mm-hmm. and he's one of the streakiest hitters in all of baseball. But if that's the time he gets hot and, you know, carries it on to a new team, or even if he's still with the Cubs... I could see it, and the one thing that I think that also helps him is he plays a premium position. You know, MVP, MVP voters love to give it to the premium position guys. You know, that's the reason you don't really see second baseman win MVPs, right? Yeah, that's why LeMayhu you know? hasn't won in the past two years. Exactly, LeMayhu really had a great case to win it last year. You mm-hmm. know, but a first baseman's a more premium position over a second baseman. You know, so I I, I don't like I don't hate that pick at all. I think there's definitely. There's a path that that could happen.
2: Cool. Yeah, that's,
0: that's all I got.
1: Okay. Let's, uh, Billy, you got any names you want to throw out there for NL, or just want to keep
0: rolling? Keep rolling. I got all no right. clue what you guys are talking about.
1: All right. uh, let's kick it over to the AL. Uh, my top guy for AL probably isn't who you're going to think. Um, Anthony Rendon. Oh,
0: is I hate my that. my top big. guy.
1: My top guy for the NAL right now at plus 1,500. I think that's great value, and you don't even know who Anthony Rendon is. Um,
2: uh, I think that's great value.
1: The guy's consistently a three hundred hitter. He's going to hit between 25 to 30 home runs, 100-plus RBI. You're going to have Trout in that lineup, so he's knocking guys in and he's going to be scoring runs consistently. Like I said earlier, I think this will also be contingent on the Angels being a better team. I think the Angels are going to be a better team, though. Um, I love Rendon's value. Um, obviously, Trout. Trout, you're not getting a ton of – plus value with plus 225 but you gotta throw something trout's way um my other three guys for the al honestly are guys you probably wouldn't even really think of in this scenario but i could see things breaking right luis robert at plus 2500 luis robert center fielder for the white Sox, has a ton of talent and if he can cut down on his strikeouts he very easily could have a 40 40 season um and he's he's very Ronald Acuna like, just maybe not as fast as Acuna, but he's got a ton he's got a ton of pop. Um, and if you know with Eloy Jimenez coming out, he's going to have to take on even a bigger load right now in that offense. I don't I hate I don't hate that pick at all. Um, my next two both are shortstops with plus thirty three hundred odds. Uh, Bo Bichette, I think Bo Bichette could really make some noise. His past two seasons where he came for the abbreviated season in 19 and obviously last year. Um, you break those two seasons out to 162-game pace, he has 100, it's 134 RBI and 47 home runs with a 319 batting average. Is he going to do that? No, he's not going to put up those numbers. He's not that type of player. But it Sounds like Dante
2: about, Bichette.
1: Uh, yeah. Dante Bichette on a couple extra uh, pumps of roids, maybe. Um, mm-hmm. You know, back in the good old days. Uh, but Bo Bichette's a guy who could lead the league in doubles very easily. I think Toronto could be a contending team. So I think that, you know, I think he's gonna chance to be one of the best hitters in baseball. And the last one is a guy who I think is kind of criminally underrated. Um, and I don't think this team is going to go anywhere, but I think there's value in it because I think he can put up some good numbers Is Xander Bogarts. Um, he's another one at plus 3,300 guy who I think at shortstop. He could put up 30 home runs, hundred RBI, um, I don't think the Red Sox are going anywhere, but he's gonna. I think he will put up some big numbers. He's another guy who potentially could be in that Javi Baez boat, where he's got the contract already, but could be traded. You know, the Red Sox are in a rebuild. They have a good hot prospect in Jeter Downs they got from the uh, Dodgers for Mookie. You know, maybe Bogarts gets moved, and they can kind of get some get some nice players to build around.
2: Interesting. That's an interesting take right there. Um. AL MVP, you know, you, you can't knock Trout, you know, plus 250 odds. Got to put something towards that because, you know, he wins or runs up every single year. Mm-hmm. Um, I got to go DJ LeMayhew with plus 2200. You know, just for the fact that he's been so consistent for the past five, six years. It, it's been amazing what he's done. And it, it seems like he's only getting better, you know, uh, You know, especially in Yankee Stadium, he's just absolutely thriving. He goes from the thin air of Colorado to the banned box of New York. And it's just been treating him as well as could be. Uh, One more that I have here, actually uh, a Red Sox. Same side of the infield as Xander Bogarts. I think Raphael Devers, one day, maybe not this year, can win an MVP. I mean, he's he can hit three hundred. He hits double, He's a doubles machine. Uh, he scores runs. He's always on base. And I think he's only like twenty three years old. You know, he's yeah, it feels he's like young. he's been in the feels like he's been he, in the league for years. Came up already. Came
1: up to the majors at nineteen.
2: Yeah, so I mean, he's he's already a vet at twenty three years old, playing you know the hot corner in Boston, uh, switch hitter. And, you know, with that short porch at the pesky pole, you know, I I think he's uh, he's got a big season ahead of him. So those are my three plays.
1: Yeah. I like those plays. Those are those good plays. Um, Thank you. you know, I, I I one of these nights, Greg, I want to pick your brain on D.J. LeMay here a little bit and just okay. he he's a fascinating player, just the fact that when he was with the Rockies for so long he was just a contact guy and Colorado of course field is notoriously the most hitter friendly park in baseball and obviously yankee stadium with the short porch and everything but it, it is I, i'm fascinated by you know him as a player and how he's kind of transformed himself into a guy who was you know a 320 average with eight home runs to a guy who's a 320 average with 30 home runs um it's just it's uh, he's he's a fascinating player he's a gold glove defender too um which is he's just he's a fun guy to watch and he plays all over the diamond um Mm -hmm. all right let's kick it over billy i know you got nothing so we're gonna skip you right now you're looking good hey baseball you you keep doing you you're looking great um nl cy young i have four guys that are kind of on my on my radar um walker bueller is my first guy at plus 1000 um he's kind of almost the forgotten guy right now out there in L.A. with Kershaw and Bauer, but mm-hmm. Bueller's got the best stuff of any of the three of them right now. He's got an electric fastball. He's got a massive curveball. Um, the fact that, unfortunately, Cy Young, in the past two years it hasn't, which has been nice, um, but the Cy Young Award so often goes to guys who have so many wins and everything. You know, Granted, thankfully, they haven't done that to DeGrom the past few years, but um, but for so long, it's always going to guys who have a lot of wins and everything. Bueller's gonna put up the numbers and get wins. You know, he's gonna have that, that that powerful team behind him. Bueller's looking at, I think, a 16, 17, 18 win season. He's gonna have over 230 strikeouts, a low threes, or yeah, low threes, high twos, ERA. Those are great numbers. Um, next guy I like we head down to the dirty south in Atlanta, uh, Max Freed at plus 1,700. Some of the most electric stuff you're going to see out of the lefty, you know, in the starting rotation. Guy throwing lefty hits about 96 with great movement, strikes out a ton of guys. Um, I think Braves are going to win the division. I think Freed's going to lead him there. Um, great value, I think, in that one. Um, another one we talked about when Billy was talking about the um, Brewers, Brandon Woodruff. I think there's good value in him, plus 2,200. The guy can strike out as many guys in the league as anybody out there. Um, and with you know Cy Young being a, pretty much a solely an individual award and not a team-based at all, I think he could put up some big numbers. And I think he could be a guy who's in that DeGrom range or the Zach Greinke when he was the Royals where doesn't get a ton of wins but puts up just great peripheral numbers and could win a Cy Young in that fashion. My last guy in the NL, there's an asterisk next to this pick because I know he just got injured, I believe, yesterday or today. Uh, Zach Gallant. At plus five thousand. Um, I don't. I don't know how serious his injury is. So with the grain of salt with that. Um, I do know he got hurt. So he was swinging a bat and he got hurt. Um, Zach Allen's got phenomenal stuff. If you haven't watched Zach Allen pitch, he is fun as hell to watch on the mound. Um, he's got an electric fastball. He's got a great slider. A really good changeup. Strikes out a ton of guys. If you're looking for a award where it's just based off the individual itself. Zach Allen going out there every fifth day is going to be as good, if not better than a lot of pitchers out there on the mound. So I think, you know, another one, might not put up a big win total, but could win it based off of other, you know, extra stats all around the board.
2: Yeah, and, uh, you know, in in regards to that, I think we are being blessed now in, in this day and age of baseball. And I had this conversation with my dad, who's, you know, He's an old-timer baseball fan, Uh, but, you know, the win stat is becoming meaningless. It's nice. I am so thrilled by that because we've seen time and time again, especially me and Morgan as fans of teams with terrible bullpens consistently, that, you know, a starter going seven and letting up one run. And, you know, being up to one, there's no guarantee that he's going to win that game. And if you look at Jacob DeGrom's season from two years ago, when he won the uh, NL Cy Young with nine wins, he pitched yeah. to a 170 ERA. You know, it, it just goes to show that, you know, if your team just doesn't hit for you on those days, that it doesn't mean that you're a bad pitcher if you have a minus, uh, under 500 record. It, sure, Yeah, really I, I completely nothing. agree
1: with you there because that i that year I was really just thinking that too because that year Aaron Nola was the runner up for Cy Young that year and Nola had, had 17 wins had 17 wins uh yeah. but Nola had I think it was a high two ZRA and not he had over 200 strikeouts but not nearly the numbers that DeGrom put up
2: mm-hmm. yeah so you know it, it just goes to show that the win is meaningless and any pitcher in baseball, as long as they start 30 games, can have the most wins in baseball.
1: Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, Remember um, what's his, a couple years ago, Fausto Carmona, back on the Indians, changed his name to Roberto Hernandez uh, after he almost got himself deported. Had back-to-back years for the Indians with like 19 wins, but he had like a 4-9 ERA each year.
0: You it, know, it, it's, it's just
1: – it's the amazing. luck of the draw a lot of times. Um yeah. You know, just real quick, because we were talking about DeGrom, I do have DeGrom as a play also. DeGrom's just so obvious of a big Cy Young play, so I'm not going to really talk about him too much, but I do have him listed as someone you have to put something on.
2: Yeah, as do I. And, you know, my my Cy Young choices – I just totally lost my speech. My Cy Young choices (laughs) for both both leagues, uh, very simple. You know, for me, it's DeGrom – and Scherzer, I like that. I, I I don't even have any other plays because why? There's no reason for me to fix what's broken. What's yeah. not broken?
1: You don't need to reinvent the wheel.
2: Exactly. I, I'm going to go with the guy that's won two of the past three and was the runner-up in the third. You know, yeah. it's
0: it, it's like taking Mike Trout for MVP.
1: No, I I like that, uh, Billy. You had your hand up. What's
0: yes? That? I was I was going to say that it sounded like Greg was having an oral issue. <laughs> at the moment i was yes
1: that was that wasn't where that was our we haven't had an oral joke in a while I boys.
2: Throw in. i'm throwing it i'm, I'm I, was, get,
1: I was getting a little worried that you know we're Bill, greg and i have been talking so much our mouths have been so full that we can't really get into the whole oral aspect of things yeah it's, it's
0: hard um, yeah the, it's the, it's, the it's, the oral it's stuff when, when it's you really tough before. to really you know
1: it's tough to talk and do oral with a full mouth um yeah you know but, okay, so we'll switch it over real quick. Last, last one we'll do tonight, uh, A.L. Cy Young. Um, I have four names that I'm interested in this year. Um, shortest odds being Lucas Giolito at plus 450. Um, Giolito has really put it together since he got traded from the Nationals to the uh, White Sox for Adam Eaton. You know, he's, he's become a hell of a pitcher and a huge strikeout. So the guy that everybody really thought he could be. Um, and he is just a workhorse. He really reinvented himself. I think that's a great – he's got a great team there. He's going to put up big numbers. Um, he's a guy who's got no hitters – has a no hitter on his record. He can go out there and throw a no hitter any, any night. Um, so I love him. Um, Garrett Cole, I think, is – you know, he's plus 3,500. Wild. I might have that written wrong. I feel like he's plus 350. It's 350. Uh, okay, I added an extra zero. My bad. Um, he's plus 350. Should have probably won it the year that Verlander won it two years ago. Um, they both put up phenomenal seasons. You, it's cutting cutting straws with that one, who it could be. Um, Garrett Cole is going to lead the league in strikeouts most likely. Probably going to have over 300. He's going to have a ton of wins on the Yankees. You know, His ERA is probably going to be a little bit higher, though, so that's where it's going to be interesting. Um, Zach Greinke. I think there's great value in Zach Greinke at plus 3,300. Um, and if you're a fantasy baseball player, I think there's great value in taking fa- Zach Greinke this year also. Um, he's going to be the ace of the Astros. The Astros are still a good team, um, and Zach Greinke has proven that even though he's getting older, he can still pitch, uh, and he's a crafty veteran at this point. Um, and my big sleeper, whom has better odds than Greinke does, and but I think, based off of my team, I think might win the World Series. Jesus Lazardo from the Athletics is plus twenty five hundred. Um, he has eight. Sorry, my, I don't know if you heard me there. My Siri just caught me talking. Um, he's got some of the best stuff in baseball. Another guy, the Nationals traded. Uh, I mean, think about what the Nationals had. It's absurd. Nationals traded him over to the Athletics. He was not really a household name or anything, and he blew up. 20-year-old lefty who hits 98 consistently has a killer slider, big-time strikeout ability. The only issue that will come up with him is do they baby him with his innings? Um but he's got as good a stuff as anybody out there. I, I think there's good value in that and he could really put he could really surprise some people this year.
2: Yeah, I like that pick. Uh I, I looked at Jesus Lazardo and you know he would definitely be a long shot for me. But uh for A. L. Cy Young, really the only name I have written down here is Shane Bieber. You know, uh, that's what I I said my Cy Young's were gonna be very simple and to the point. Um it's Bieber or Gary Cole for me.
1: Yeah, I mean you can't you can't go wrong with taking those two. The only reason I don't like Bieber as much this year is the fact that Lindor is gone. You took out a Gold Glove defender right behind him, the heart, pretty much the heart of that team. That's the reason I really don't like it. I think that he'll put up the peripheral numbers. Still, he's going to lose a lot in wins and everything. Um, and I just think there's better better situations around the american league for guys right now um you know lance Lynn's a guy who i'd have some interest in also you know because he's a bulldog on the mound and uh, he's going to mm. strike out over 250 guys you know there's there's a lot of great value out there with some of these players um but you know Bieber Bieber's you know, he's a stud you know can, can he repeat it i'm intrigued to see you know last year we his rookie year he was he was really good uh he kind of overextended what everyone really thought he was going to be. Last year, obviously, he took it to a whole new level. Um, and he was a star, you know. So we'll see if he can do it again this year. He's fun to watch, though, that's for sure. Uh, I'm sure as yeah. hell glad that we don't have to, as Mets and Phillies fans, have to face him. That would suck. If I had to face him and then deal with DeGrom and all these other asshole pitchers, Scherzer and Strasburg, we might never win a single game. Yeah. Um, Another guy yeah, on Vienna that yeah, is crazy. Just, just, yeah, just to throw it out there, I have no numbers on anything. I'm just need to back it up. Just an interesting talent on that team. Zach Pleissack has a you know a lot of good talent as well. Maybe he takes the jump like Bieber did this year. Uh, just something to think about. Um, okay. That's what we got for the futures baseball show tonight, Billy. I know you're tired. Close us down. Shut us up.
0: All right boys, enough Reese with all the, the, the jibber jabber. I'm, I'm 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 listening to something in my headphones. I'm working on something else. Uh boys, it was fun while it lasted. I think I don't know, wasn't paying attention to either one of you. Um go baseball. Baseball's fun for about 20 minutes and then I don't know, not my thing. I I'm sure you guys are going to try to quote unquote get me into it as all my friends say every year, and then 15 minutes into the first game, I'm like, yeah, I'm just going to go do something else. Anywho, I know you guys love it. You guys will be talking about it all summer long. That's why you boys are here to hold the high ground while I just make fun of you. Uh, anywho, I'm Billy at BillyFFD. Greg, where can we find you, Greg? You could find me at Kirsch, Greg. Somebody fucking follow this, man. I had to unfollow him. I had to do it. I didn't want you to did? do it, but I, I made death threats.
1: <laughs> I Dead didn't friends. unfollow you yet. I'm still there. You
0: said yet. Thanks, Morgan.
1: <laughs> You're welcome, buddy.
0: I didn't really unfollow you, Greg. It's just for the, it's just for the motivation to get you out there. Maybe sit, throw you a tweet. We had a nice little Twitter thread about uh, iced coffee versus hot coffee today.
1: It was a if great I, opportunity to get involved.
0: Yeah. Had a lot of people involved. Yeah, but, it was a good know, time. Missed that train while you're sitting in the, uh, sitting in the hotel room pool. Yeah. Morgan, where can we find you? Uh, you can find me at oral
1: 26. Um, <laughs> I have my new alias, uh, oral O R a L Hershiser slash Mo Watts 26. um, I will be posting all of the best oral uh, content that I can find for you guys, whether that's verbally speaking oral, you know, you know, gum disease, making sure that you guys take care of your teeth and everything. Um, maybe we'll make an OnlyFans for After Dark oral that we can find somewhere. I don't oh. know. Oh, uh, a be- having a betting the diagonal OnlyFans page brought to you by oral. Um, the toothpaste. you can find me. The, <laughs> the toothpaste, yeah, the toothpaste. Guys, Come on, Greg. Lies. I know you're Come using on. oral. We already went over the whole Colgate disaster last week. Mm-hmm. Um, Started. So, but yeah, you can find me at Oral. I'm sorry. I mean at MoWatch26. Um, send us, and you can find all of us at Betting the Diagonal. We're actually going to be called Betting the Oral next week uh, because we're all betting Oral Roberts to win. Um, and then just anything else Oral related, we're going to bet whenever we even see the letters O R A L in the middle of a word from now on or a name. You got my bet instantly.
0: 100%. I think that's fair.
1: The only yeah. thing that could make it better is if my boy Maverick McNeely's middle name was Oral. That yeah. would be just <laughs> electric. I mean, I, I might have to send him another, another tweet, another
0: DM, be like, yo, dude, think about this. Change your middle
1: name to Oral.
0: All right, all right, all right. I've had enough of this. Um, yeah, yeah I'm, do- I'm done with the Oral joke for tonight. It's getting way too late. Morgan, you got to go to work in two hours. Greg needs to oh, go sure do. do some laps in the pool. Anyway, boys, it was great hearing you guys talk about baseball. If you like this stuff, it'll be here all summer. And uh, best of luck. We will see you guys next week.